Yeah. Yeah, it's it it's an interesting point because intelligent people understand that we're all replaceable, right? And inside we know that we're not replaceable, but in the external world we are, right? Inside we know that I'm me and nobody else is me. But but when we do jobs, mm-hmm. we're, we're all replaceable. I mean, you, you could leave your job tomorrow and somebody else will come and take your job and maybe they'll be better, maybe they'll be worse. Who knows? But, you know, that's the way that life works. Yeah. So, 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 so it's interesting. Um, saying that some jobs have higher value interaction than other jobs so if you're just selling hot dogs on the street that's a different job from childcare, right sure. mm-hmm. um both maybe important jobs for people but uh um but they're they're, they're different jobs and it, it's interesting for me the Working with kids, you would have studied or, or read about attachment theories, how children connect, right? And mm-hmm. there's a, there's an element of attachment theory which is not really ever talked about very much, which, which is abandonment. And abandonment is the feeling of loss that a child experiences when they can't be with people that they love. And for a child, love is a daily experience. It's not something with just one person at a certain point in time, like in a sort of semi-adult relationship. It, you know, the child tends to be in love with everything that they do. You know, they, they have a full emotional experience. And there are studies that show that um, we under, what we understand is that children don't process time in the same way that adults process time. So you, you understand this, right? You know, you say to a child, ask a child, how long is a week? And they, they can't really process it. And there's, there's you know, it could be, it could be three hours, three days, three weeks. It doesn't, the difference doesn't process through their brains until, you know, they're a little bit older, you know, maybe maybe they begin to understand around five and maybe six, seven, eight, they sort of get it a little bit. But, um, but like my daughter is seven and she still can't process. Like if I say, okay, your birthday's in one month, she'll, she'll ask me next day, is it my birthday? Right. She, she, she still can't process it. And so telling the child or leaving the child somewhere for a period of time, say, let's just take an extreme example, six, seven hours, right? Uh-huh. There's no difference between six, seven hours and six, seven years for the child. So, so the point is understanding where we are, right? Um, where, um, where in a in a job or situation that you're in, you, you're you're pulled into the situation to plug the gap, right? There's there's something that the space that needs to be be filled but i'm not sure that people are really fully comprehensive of the gap that they're filling which is um which is you become a parent which is Mm -hmm. 
you, you become a permanence. Look, that a child maybe plays with somebody in a playground for two minutes and they'll talk about playing with them in the playground for six months later. They'll be like, oh, when am I going to play with Timothy again? Okay. And this was something that happened for two minutes like six months ago. Mm -hmm. right? the, we, the, yeah, you think it was like, where did that come from? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. It's, it, it's always there. And it's, can we do anything about it? Well, society is kind of organized in a way where we, where we can't, but we can understand that it's there and it gives us more empathy for um, relating and connecting. Without empathy, you can't connect with, with people and to connect with what the child is understanding is, is very important. And a lot of parents don't understand that. And basically by being with the child, you're, you're basically becoming the mother. Right, so um, that's yeah. With the little one this week, one on one, I I, I do pick him up, I do cuddle him, I do mm -hmm. kiss him, I do play jokes, I, yeah, entertainment, put him asleep, feed him. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I I don't think there's a bigger point there, but I think that it's it sort of needs to be recognized. Is there any other way to, to organize or, or, or do things or, or run things or manage things? Probably not, but um, it, it's always good to have, it's always good to realize in the back of our, our mind, you know, the, the other processes. I already contaminated the hours I'm spending with him to the minimum they, they could. Mm. Yeah, because that, that concept of time with, with kids is it's quite incredible like the child that's dropped off at the school and the kids come the parents come like x many hours later and pick them up the, mm -hmm. there's there's actually they they experience abandonment it, it the, the psychological experience for the child is that the parents have left forever and are never coming back and mm -hmm. and that is that's uh, one, that one through like to used to the routine or they know what is going to happen in the day that's why the routine and and the same things happening are important for the children so we we talk through that like okay now is this and we will do this and then it will be rest time and then we will have picnic time mm. and then it's the time when mommy or daddy come and then they kind of understand more in the process of actions rather than mm -hmm. on but you're right they do experience um that feeling they've been left there yeah, and that's that that that's quite a strong emotional experience for them mm -hmm. for them to go through. And um, there's a, there's a lot of evidence to show. Like I'm not I don't see a better way to organize things, but there's a lot of evidence to show that 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 is the beginning of the problem. Mm -hmm. That people don't connect later in life because they were abandoned by their parents at very young ages. Um, and uh, it's not seen so much in other cultures, um, I mean, outside of Western society, because the mother is there for the child. Father, children are part of the community, part of everything of, of what is happening. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, they're they're not sep they're not separated away. The mother takes the child with her everywhere she goes, every, everything that she does, you know, the the baby is there. And uh this is this it's a personal thing for me. I have I have this I, I think the transparency, which is one of my themes at the moment, is, is key. And transparency is showing people who you who you really are in order to get a reaction from them to know whether you can trust them or not because and because what people see in the professional world is okay. is is an act a lot of the time um you know you see people at their best right you see people at at their best. I, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this before. Um, but what you really want to know is how are they when they're at their worst? Because at their best, everything is good and great. You know, at, at, at its best, the team is always winning and nothing is a problem. But at its worst, and how you deal with that when it's at its worst, is the real test. You know, it's like it translates with your, you know, with, with a partner. It's like how does how does your partner manage their anger and their frustration and their you know basic communication skills? Because that's what will make or break the relationship. Yeah, how the person manages that. Because the good times are the good times. The fun times are the fun times. It's the things that are not fun that you that you uh -huh. need that you need to know about. Yeah, how does the person handle sadness, tragedy? And uh, uh, um, how open are they are they are in communicating ab about their feelings? And I think that also in business, I think that's where a lot of people in business fall down is that 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 they still separate their their family from their work. And I I think it's I think it's not such a bad. I know people have to be professional, but I think it's not such a bad idea that children experience the real world and they know what it is they know where it is their parents go and what it is their parents do and also people are missing out on the fact that children are bridges sorry pardon what Ch children are bridges oh bridges mm -hmm. children, children are bridges between people do you notice how people behave differently around children mm -hmm. they just behave differently Right, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do the same things. Here's <laughs> a stupid example. You're not gonna do the same things in a, in a bar on a Friday night as you're gonna do in a daycare center on a Monday morning, right? And I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about me and my own experiences, right? Because uh, um, you, you, you have to, you, you have to raise your game around children to be the better example. You know, to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, that that's a good thing about teaching, is that you have to go in there and be the best version of yourself. For uh, as an example for the kids, um, which is uh, difficult on a on a daily basis. Um, oh, the, the sub you gave me a totally different point of view uh, on, on this whole situation. 
Yeah, the, the... I forgot about others. I was focusing on myself. Well, there's everything begins with the self. There's nothing. the The self is the center of your universe. So the, there's nothing wrong with being selfish when it means taking care of yourself. There's something wrong with being selfish when it means ignoring the effect that you're having on other people. Yeah. Um, uh, there's the old saying, which is not quite the best way of describing it, is that you know, treat people as you would like to be treated yourself. But I think it's just like treat people well. And uh, um, it applies to it applies to our, our kids as well and it it's I, I guess I feel a little bit sad when I see the parents like pulled away from their kids by work and uh, um, somebody else has to come in and look after the kids and I think it's Spain where you only get if you're a woman you only get maternity leave for like three months and then you have to go back to work so you get 12 weeks and then you have to go back to work I mean, that's that, that that's crazy to think that you're going to bond for the rest of your life if you have and only... Some are complaining about staying with the children by the age of three. So that's, that's actually so great, the opportunity to do so. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I think all ch obviously all children develop at different rates and there are, you know, at different stages, different things are going to be the right thing to do at some point in time um it, it's funny i met a teacher yesterday just by 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 accident i didn't know this person was a teacher i went to um went 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 to a place to see one person they weren't there but somebody else was and i started talking to this person and uh, it turns out that they were they were a math teacher at a local school here and the school is called gordonston gordonston is one of your one of the top 20 schools in the world yeah, um, it's a school where all the, it's a school where the royal family send their children to get their private education, and it's about it's very close to here. It's about five kilometers from here where I am right now. That is very close. Very close, really close, um, and we were talking about education and challenges and why some schools are good and some schools are bad and um, we, we both agreed that the one of the one of the main differences between an average school and a great school is that an average school will allow you to do the topics that you want to do but a great school will force you to do the subjects that you don't want to do. Because the because success in life is in general not just one skill. It's a series of skills. It's it's a set of skills. Life is not one skill, it's a set of skills that are required. And the and that which we are naturally good at 
we don't need to practice so much. So that when someone is good at geography, they choose to take geography as a subject. But they don't need to take it because they're already good at it. it they, need to, they need to study history because they're not so good at history. So it's the subjects that we fail at that we need to be studying, not the subjects that we're passing at. And through the systems in general, which subjects do you choose to study? The subjects you get A's at, right? Uh-huh. Well, that, 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 interest and it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Because uh-huh. it's easy for them. It, it, that's, that's not where, where success is. Real. It's not where real success is. Real success is not in doing something that's easy for you. It's in doing something that's challenging for you. And that, that, that's, that's where growth happens. And so I was talking with this teacher and we, we agreed that, um, you know, I was asking him about this, this school because you know, I was like, why does he think it's such a good school? And, you know, people pay a lot of money for their children to go there to get the best education. And, um, and, and he said, well, it, it forces people to do things that they're really uncomfortable with. Like it forces the person who's good at sport to do drama and theater. It forces the person who's good in the theater to do sport. And you you have to do it. He said, you have to do it. There's no choice. There's no choice. And there's all the there's all of this oh, choice in education. But it, it turns out that the best forms of education are the education where where you, you you just don't give people choices. You just you 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 don't you, you don't give them you don't force them to do something which is going to hurt themselves, but you okay. put them in an environment where they're challenged in a way that they would not normally be challenged. And that's where all growth takes place. All all growth takes place in a place that's out of the ordinary and out of the usual and unusual. That's why that's that's why we seek new places to go. We we seek new places to go because we want we we want to grow. We want to grow, and we realize that there's there's. Unless we're surrounded by a unique group of people, there's very little growth being in 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 one place. And um, we we see this manifest in the modern world when people where such a thing as like a career doesn't really exist anymore because every everyone's changing their jobs every three four years now um, because they're they're, in the modern world, we're very quickly unsatisfied. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's positive and negative to that. On, 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 on you know, the, the negative side is you can't focus for a long period of time and you need to focus for a long period of time to understand something. The positive side is that you will collect new experiences and pick up new skills. Yeah, it's... Um, it's the difference between reading a whole book and reading a chapter of a book. You can you can learn you can learn from reading the whole book cover to cover, 
like let's say a history book you can learn a history book about world war ii you can learn a lot by reading it from cover to cover but if you have 10 books about history and you read one chapter from each book you also learn but in but in a different way so uh, how do we know we are surrounded by a unique group of people? Um, they tell us things that make us uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But, but not in, in, in a kind way. Not, not in a way that hurts us. Right? But, but, but mm -hmm. in, not in a cruel way. But in a, in, in a nurturing way God, they, that's hard yeah and it's it's maybe not even something they tell us it's maybe something they show us because because um, life that takes even longer mm, does does it you know it um i i, I don't know it the actual thought process might take a long time but the actual activity of doing something or showing somebody right uh it's, it's a common mistake common mistake is telling people and not showing them everybody does it on a daily basis right um that it, it, it's almost completely useless telling a person to do something and i, I made it's good. I, I made I made that point in a in a little video that I, that I did recently, where where all of those YouTube has hundreds of thousands of videos that explain to people how to do things, mm -hmm. but they're ineffectual because they don't show how to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that's the mistake of the the medium of the, the people misunderstand the medium of video, which is that the audio gives that verbal message. You don't need the video. It's more powerful with the image, but you, you don't need it. The reason why we have image is to is to show people how things work. Not to not not to ex explain things to people, and when we, it's like mo most people don't understand how anything works. It's it's just the com the complex nature of society. Like where does the water come from, and how come it's clean when we turn on the tap, and and uh, and uh, they, you know, there there's a forest over there, but but is it a is it a natural forest, or you know, where did those types of trees come from or, or whatever you know most, most people are not aware of all the the process there's a road but who decided the road should be built and why is the road built here and um, and uh, that the, there there's houses and once upon a time there wasn't and yeah you know, people don't like mm. life life is life is demonstration mm. Mm. uh all content has to be contextual. Um, we're only humans. We do mistakes. We make mistakes. Yep. Make. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's a constant theme in 
the business work that that I do where where people it's again people fear the mistake but the mistake is where the growth is mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah and there's learn from it move on yeah I don't know I think that the, the, all those tests that we that people got in schools when they were young and you know there was a tick 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 x x x i think those x's psychologically destroyed most of the uh of the population i really believe that um because people focused on the x's more than the ticks and that was the end of everything in fact there was uh i i'm I'm not exactly sure which schools it was. I believe it was Harvard and Yale did experiments in, I think it was the 1890s with testing the students. And they discovered that the average knowledge and ability of the students decreased with the number of tests that they included in in the school curriculums there. That's quite interesting. Instead of like testing and... and and pushing the knowledge up and down. Yeah, but it had the it actually had the opposite effect. And um it is almost counterintuitive but and, and and then we have to realize that all these tests were then mm. introduced into schools and what should have been a true liberal education became um you know these words almost don't mean anything anymore you know conservative liberal all of these political things they they just all mix in a mash of language that's used to manipulate people because it uh it's um it's just a begin the big the university's new the the big un the um most big private schools don't really have systems of tests they have some level of assessment for knowledge but they don't have systems of they don't have systems of tests because um because tests because because these tests don't exist in real life you know you don't you don't walk into work and have your employer give you an a b c d test you know you don't meet up with your friends and your friends give you like an a b c d test no right you don't no. walk into a shop if you want to buy something and give the customer services person an abcd test they don't exist in the real world anywhere they've never existed it's it's it, and and so anything that's not really contextualized towards real life is just a complete waste of time and um you know your people become focused on the wrong elements they, they become less focused on learning and growth and more focused on quarterly assessments mm-hmm. believing that if we have growth there then then we'll have will it will translate to growth everywhere but it doesn't work because it's not a, it, it it doesn't work because it's not in general a free free system it's different if parents if parents are paying for their children's education they they kind of have more of an interest in 
what it is that's actually happening if you're spending your own money on something. But in the general education system, people take things for granted that, that, that everything will work and everything will be okay and everything will be there. And the truth is, you know, edu modern education has failed disastrously in every country in the world and it's already completely irrelevant. And the greatest thing that could happen to society is reorganization. And reorganization would mean closing all the schools immediately tomorrow. And then suddenly, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And think about it. People, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people would be out of work. But then society would be forced to reorientate and reorganize towards value. These people will be forced to ask themselves, how can I bring the most value to the world? You mean teachers? Yeah, yeah. That would be important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, how can I bring the most value to the world? And that would force them, if they really love teaching, to set up private schools and compete with each other to uh, to, to provide a service that fulfills the needs of society rather than the needs of government. Mm. Let's go, look, schools, schools should exist, but... But they should be voluntary. They should be voluntary, not forced. Because, because if you're forced to, if you're forced to buy, if you're forced to do anything, it's horrible. If you're forced to buy something, it's horrible and wrong. If you're forced to be with somebody, it's horrible and wrong. Um, you know, force principle. Force equals failure. Force equals failure. When you have to force someone to do something, you have failed to persuade them that this thing is a good thing. Now that might mean you're that might mean you're bad at persuasion. It, it might mean that you're right and they're wrong about the thing, but it doesn't give you the right to force them to do anything. Force always equals always always equals yeah. failure and then we get trapped in trying to manage the results of the problem it's like with sickness the people trying to manage the the results of the disease rather than the cause of the disease yeah you know that's 